If you wanted one way to gauge the excitement people have for our lockdowns and stay-at-home orders coming to an end, there's really just one stop you need to make. Your local restaurant's patio. It's where you can find people doing what they have been waiting so long to do. Gather with others with some semblance of normalcy. Ever since the Step 1 reopening announcement came into effect, restaurant and bar patios might just be the busiest businesses in everyone's hometowns. Capacities have been maxed out, lineups have been long and sometimes impatient, and drink trays are balanced and loaded with beer and resort-like concoctions. This is what we've been waiting for, and it's a good time to take a look back at the struggles of restaurants and to have a look forward to where outdoor and indoor dining is heading in the future. This is Patio Mania, a Blackburn News podcast looking into one of this summer's most anticipated social gathering places and where we're at with the bar and restaurant industry. Here's your host, Craig Needles. year and a half hasn't been easy for any of us, but when it comes to how the pandemic has hit people in the pocketbook, few would argue that restaurant owners and staffers have been among those having the most difficult time. Advocacy group Restaurants Canada has said that 80% of eateries barely stayed afloat during the third wave of the pandemic in the spring. However, patios are now once again allowed under public health guidelines, which means big crowds and hopefully big profits for the people who have been waiting for months to start raking in cash again. Phil Hunt is the owner of the King Edward Restaurant and Pub in Ilderton. He says we're still getting back into the swing of things at this point. I have to say, just like before when we've opened up, it's not been to what I say our expectations um, or, or our wishes. It's on every occasion that we've been through, it's been quieter than we've expected. I think people are still reluctant. And, um, you know, we saw good numbers on the first Friday that we were open, but then it slowed down on Saturday. And last week was okay, but certainly not as buoyant as I would have liked. And while restaurant staff were over the moon at the thought of finally being able to open, there was a lot that had to be done in order to get bars and patios ready for bustling crowds. And there really wasn't a whole lot of time to prepare. Philip Rocca is the owner of Mezzo Restaurante and Lounge in Windsor. He reflects on the busy opening weekend they had. It was it was, it was pretty hectic. Uh, so you know we we had about five days of uh, getting ready to to reopen. Um, extremely busy. The phones ringing off the hook for reservations. Um, yeah, so it was busy. You know, it was great to see customers again and uh, everybody happy and you know the flow. Uh, you know, we had a bunch of hiccups, which is which is understandable for the first day back. Uh, everybody's a little rusty, um, but overall went well. Phil Hunter had a similar experience in the first day of reopening. He was busy and grateful for the support from the community. But like many restaurant owners, he could have used a bit more notice from the province. The first day that we opened following the lockdown, the Friday, and between all of the patios that we have on the Friday, I only had two tables available. So all in all, it wasn't bad, but it's the constant, you, you know, you really don't know what's going to happen next. We've been given some very short notice reopening. Um, we were obviously in the outset given no notice of closing. I think we closed on St. Patrick's Day when, you know, I, I was fully set up to do our usual 120 corned beef dinners and... You know, we were fully stocked up with 
draft beer, which we couldn't do anything with during the lockdown. So you, you just really constantly, you don't know what's going to happen next. And I think that's probably the most frustrating part, not just from our perspective, but the customer perspective as well, and also the staff perspective. Is uh, you know, It's very difficult to plan when you're only given a few days' notice. And although it's nice to be back in business again, Philip Rocco believes that outdoor dining comes with its own set of challenges. It's actually, it's it's definitely more difficult. Last year, uh, I remember three, probably three weekends that I had to call 180 people to say they can't dine because we're expecting a storm. So it's not easy. And then I had to send 27 workers home um, after I just paid them, you know, to prep everything. It's and prep everything and to set up everything. So it's definitely not easier. Uh, it's, it's much, much more work. You know, I, I, I think that's a lot of places that have um, weathered the storm are going to be busier um, than they've probably ever been um, for a, a short period. Like I said uh, previously, the, probably the rest of this year for sure. But I'm sure it will plateau um, maybe sometime next year. So we are looking forward to, um, you know, our Christmas season, hopefully, um, and hopefully getting back at a decent capacity inside, you know, um, so we can have some some Christmas gatherings and stuff because the restaurant business, if you lose your December, which we did, um, it's a huge, huge, um, just deficit to try to get out of because December is a, uh, an insane month for us, you know, with gift cards and Christmas parties and caterings and luncheons, um, that carry you through to like April, May of the year after that, when you're have your store months. So, um, we really, you know, the summer is really important, um, but we really, really need our December. So I'm hoping that things get uh, mostly back to normal by by December so we can have those Christmas parties. Pete Sarimbis is the owner of Chilled Cork Restaurant Lounge in Chatham. He agrees that the new restrictions can make dining at a restaurant just a tad more awkward than it used to be. You're only allowed to have, say, 30 or 50 percent in the restaurant that might not have the same feel as a busy, uh, the, the atmosphere when it's busy. Um, also, confined, like having restraints on uh, how many people you're allowed. Having four people at a table is a lot different than if you want to go out with a group of friends or couples. And I mean, we've had families call and sort of feel uh, feel that it's a little difficult. You know, you're, you're uh, two parents and three or four kids, and you can't sit at the same table. So it's been a bit awkward. Uh, lots of ups and downs. Um, it's, it was an interesting start where everything was uh, completely unknown and there's a lot of stress not only on uh, as an owner but uh, for the team um, laying off you know the good majority of our uh, staff was extremely difficult and going back and forth bringing them back on and uh, laying them off again and then bringing them back on uh, you know is one of the hardest challenges that you know, I've ever been met with uh, in that restaurant industry. However, uh, that being said, we've done a lot of research and development. Uh, we've become more efficient. We've really listened to our guests on uh, what sort of product we should offer, how we should deliver that product. And uh, overall, we've improved. So we've taken this time to be very productive. And although the pandemic put restaurant owners and their staff in terrible positions, it did provide Pete some time to get creative with his business model. Yeah, so we changed our cooking line so we can uh, prepare and make food quicker. People are camping out less, and uh, when they're here, they're hungry, and um, they want it fast. Uh, but they also want quality, so working with different techniques to, to make that uh, 
you know, made from scratch and Elementute uh, still possible. Uh, we've moved online, a brand new website. Uh, we've worked with third-party delivery, you know, Skip the Dishes and the local one, Easy Food, uh, DoorDash, etc. cetera. Uh, we have an online store now. Uh, we've moved into the retail sector. So if you love our buffalo sauce, uh, you can now buy that. Or, you know, uh, one of our soups that are very popular, you can buy that in our retail section. So that's been uh, uh, something that's unique and different. Um, yeah, we've, if there's uh, an idea, we've tried it. I think I think we've ended up changing our menu about 18 times. It's been fabulous. We've uh, we've got a better uh, burger section. Uh, we now do uh, what I consider to be fancy cocktails on the weekend. Um, yeah, so we've really stepped up our game and and you know made sort of small changes, uh, which I hope uh, have led us to to greatness. While restaurants wait for things to go back to the status quo, they're also working hard to ensure their businesses can flourish if the normal we return to is quite different from the one we left back in March of 2020. I think you have to redefine a new normal mm-hmm. uh, after, after uh, you know, when something like this happens. I mean, I, I know that I'm not the only restaurant owner that's, um, that's looked at the numbers and looked at the way forward. And, um, you know, I mean, previously we, we used to, you know, we used to do what, what we call British hours, 11 till 11, uh, seven days a week pretty much apart from Sunday. But I don't think we will ever be going back to that kind of um, uh, of schedule I think it's going to be a much well certainly a a shortened opening schedule through the week and uh, and how fast that happens depends on what kind of reaction that we get it's um, it's easy to say yeah okay we're you know we're we're through the lockdowns now and we're back to full opening and you can come in without a mask on but there's always going to be a reluctance because you never know what's around the corner and um, you know from a business model perspective now that we've had a chance to look at alternative business models I think there's going to be a new normal for, for most restaurants. So whatever the new normal we get back to is, it could change the way that restaurants work. But the new protocols won't have an impact on the fun and the excitement of a nice dining experience. People are still going to want to go out to eat. Vito Maggio is the owner of Vito's Pizzeria in Kildare House in Windsor. He says it's always been about connecting with customers and creating the right atmosphere. Well, you know, um, you build a great staff and I have great people working for me. So, um, you know, uh, you know, everybody that comes in, we, we, you know, we, we give it 100%. Um, yes, you know something, um, this is what it's all about. The food's great. You know, the person that, um, you know, comes to your table, you know, they take it pride to take care of you when um, you come in. So, you know, we all, we all have a great staff here um, where, you know, I think um, um, it's really one of the most important things. The food is, um, you know, I mean, it's great, but the atmosphere, um, you know, um, the socializing, um, the atmosphere, having fun, seeing people having a good time, really, really important for me. He's also getting excited for patio mania as it brings people a sense of community that he thinks may have been lost during lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. People just enjoying themselves being outside, and, you know, it's just like a festival. Um, and, you know, something I think we're learning a lot about this and what we're doing now um, at preparing ourselves. I hope they continue doing this, you know, for the next little while. I hope next year they do the same thing, extend these patios. It's it's a safe way of, uh, you know, I mean, people enjoying themselves. I wish we could do that every year, extend these patios. And um, I think it's a great thing. You know, it's a kind of a European type, type style. People love being outside. And you can make your patio as beautiful as you want, right? I mean, 
as Beatles, you know, we, we, we spent some money in the back and, um, um, you know, you know, people are coming down and they're enjoying it. You know, they feel like they're in Europe. And so same thing with the field there. You know, we took the whole parking lot there and, um, uh, you know, we got two tents, we got some picnic tables, uh, we got a food truck there. Fantastic. I mean, um, you know, it, it's it's great because you know, then they can walk from the kill there to Beatles. They can go down to other restaurants in the area. You know, I've seen some happiness coming out of it. At the same time, again, you know, uh, practice, you know, safety, washing hands, all that main stuff that we still have to do. I think it's working out real well. Not since Avengers Endgame has there been a more anticipated opening. And just like Endgame, the opening of patios didn't disappoint. Our communities are opening up after a harsh 16 months, so this is just step one, but people are thrilled to be able to see friends in person again in some fashion. That means adjustments for everybody, though, including the people who are working at these bars, working at these patios. So be nice to the people around you, especially the service employees who are dealing with these large crowds and perhaps the rust of being away from the job for so long. It's been a hard pandemic and we've come a long way, so let's appreciate each other as we try to get back to normal, whatever that new normal might be. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blackburn News Podcast. It was written by Haley Chang, Jessica Stokes, Patrick Magermans, and Craig Needles. It was produced by Craig Needles and Taylor Dixon. Remember, you can subscribe for free to the Blackburn News Podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen at blackburnnews.com. The Blackburn News Podcast is a presentation of Blackburn Media. 